WNSR. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. he did i i i'm bookmarking this and uh, let me just give you now these are eastern times these are et et times vanderbilt at three et et times at tcu friday and these are on espn plus or i'll note otherwise ole miss versus delaware that's at four Coastal Carolina, Fairfield at four. A&M versus Seattle U at six. Florida, Charleston Southern at seven. That's on ESPN+. Plus. Or no, 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 no. Florida and Charleston Southern on SEC Network+. Plus. Miami and Penn State's on the ACC Network. Buckeyes versus UConn on FSN, that's at 7 o'clock. LSU Western Michigan at 7.30 on the SEC Network. Guess who is on at 8 ET 7 Central on ESPNU? Just just guess. Tony Vols. Vols at Arizona. At 87 Central, and that's on the U. I'm assuming that'll be Chase Dolander on the mound for the Vols, who is considered maybe the top pick in the draft, other than Dylan Cruz, outstanding player for LSU. Outfielder, got a wicked bat, might be the top pick in the draft. One of those two. Yeah, one of those two. That's the agenda. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I'll be watching. I'll have that on from 2 o'clock my time on into the night until I go 99. That will be on the television. Looking forward to it. Just a couple of days away from that. Jeff, too. Bill with Griff coming up. Griff coming up in about 12 minutes. Do we dare ruffle his feathers this morning on Jacksonville? Ask him the same question I posted 
to or opposed to Gator Day. For reference, I found the article. I was incorrect on the year. Jacksonville is projected for 2031. Nashville is projected for 2030. Because the Titans are getting a brand new football facility. Patton, is that is that done? Is that has the uh, council or the the board or has everybody agreed to the funding and all of that for Nashville? It's not totally done, but I it passed, I believe, the city council. I think they're just waiting on. I think there's one last step, but it's pretty much all but done. So you're saying it's? I mean, other than the formality, it's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So he says Nashville is projected in 2030. Patton, in 2030, you will have been married, what, six years? I will, yes. How about that? You think you'll have kids by then? Uh, more than likely, so that eliminates my season ticket probably. <laughs> That's Damn it. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> or, well, I mean, you could get another. I true, mean, why not? true. Now, do you just have one season ticket? So right now, me, my dad, my brother, we all have three at the moment. Oh, okay, but when you get married, do you have to? I mean, does she want in on this? It's it's a great question. Right now, I'm uh I'm not responsible for paying for her ticket. Well, that'll probably change here in the future. <laughs> now she is sports fan. Is a big sports fan. Went to Alabama, Bill. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! She she went now big Alabama fan. Football is she uh is she uh, spiking the ball in the end zone about the basketball team being ranked number one? She is, and uh, God forbid whenever Vandy had to play Alabama this season, Bill. I mean, it was a rough time. Oh. I mean, that's a hellacious basketball team, Alabama. I mean, now, now is she from Alabama? She's originally from Vermont, moved to, to Franklin, actually kind of where you are in Wilco. But uh, her, her mom moved there for work, kind of works at Vanderbilt and all that stuff. So, now, did she go to Franklin High? Went to um, Page, Page High School. Oh, Page. Gotcha. Off Arno Road. So you spent, I didn't even know if you'd ever been to Wilco. So you've spent some time there. I hadn't been there much until I met her, and now I'm I'm basically a resident. I don't pay the taxes of Wilco yet, but. Uh. <laughs> oh, so you don't, okay. I got you. I got you. So you're, oh, you're, you're, you're out there off of, uh, off, 96 Arno Road. I did not know that either, man. So when you go, I always thought when you went into town, you were coming from the airport area. Most mornings I come in there. Every now and then I'll come from from Franklin. So either way, it's uh, when I where I leave so early, I don't have to worry about traffic. Either way, right. I hear you. All right. Yeah, he's getting uh, he's getting married in 24. What did you let me let me see if I remember the date? It's June of 24, right? Yep. Okay. All right. All good. Yeah, all good. Danny in New York City. Here in the city, Bill, there are a ton of proud, wealthy Notre Dame alums, boosters who love Notre Dame. I have a hard time believing that they are okay with this. Seems like there is a power struggle within the university. Yes, something's going on at Notre Dame. I don't know what it is, but there's something rotten in Denmark. That's a old, I mean, very old phrase. Something rotten at the grotto. 
$2.8 million, y'all, in this environment, in that world, ain't no money. I'm using some slang here. It ain't no money. There's something going on. I don't know what it is specifically, but that whole story is very fishy, to say the least. Very fishy. Josh in Pigtown, who grew up close to Steubenville, Ohio, who lived in London, Ohio for quite some time. Bill. Who is the better receiver coach, Hartline or Brian McClendon? Well, I think any receiver coach ranking list, and now he's got the offensive coordinator gig, although I don't know if that's – I mean, it's it's a nice title. But anyways, Hartline gets seeded and ranked number one on any list that involves – Give me your offensive coordinator or your your wide receiver coaches. Yeah, right there. Allen in Tampa has some advice for you, Patton. He says, I've been married 43 years. Get ready to pay for everything. Well, I mean, but Patton knows this. Yeah, Patton knows. That's why why he's uh, got the date. What? A year from this June. Yeah, he's he's figured it out. He Patton, I think, knows what he's Patton, you said you're are you twenty five? Twenty four, Bill. Twenty four. But 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 you know, right there. Right there. He he knows he knows what's coming. That's all right. Now, Patton, does she what does she do for a living? Uh, so she's finishing up her last year of school this year and then looking to go into maybe medical sales. She's Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I like I mean, I'm 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 more on board with it because she's a Wilco girl. Even though she's not from Wilco, she's a Wilco girl. So I like that part. Yeah, I like that. I like that part a lot. And and Paige is a uh tell you what, Paige has had a good athletic department. For a while, that, the football team—they got all the way to the state championship this year. It's been a—it's been a good program. A former coach of my daughter's was the basketball coach at Page, the men's the the boys basketball coach there. He was—he was on the girls staff at Franklin, where my daughter played, and then later became the head coach there at uh, Page for the boys. So good place. Trey, now, now, some of you, Trey was with us a long time. Trey was an intern years ago. And then he went into the undertaker business. Literally, he was in the funeral home business. And now is in the same world, but he's in sales. And apparently he had been, (laughs) I didn't know this, Trey. Trey had been, what, banned or or shut down on Twitter, but he says he's back. He said, Elon freed me. Now, Trey is a huge Georgia fan. All you Georgia fans, and some of you know Trey, 
he loves Georgia. He he goes when they play in the national championship game, whatever the location. If it was on the planet Mars, he'd be there. Dude is a big Georgia. He's from Georgia. Moved here when he was in uh, probably what junior high, elementary school, something. And uh, he says here, I'm free. Elon has freed me, Bill. Also, tell the world, go dogs. I think the world knows about the go dogs. George, I'll tell you how big of a fan he is. When media guides used to be a big thing before everything went online, he'd take the Georgia media guide. We'd get several. I mean, what a big deal. He'd go to the SEC football media days with us. He he was he was a Georgia fan. I got to know him when Vince Dooley. Yeah, Vince. I don't think Ray Goff even had the job yet. Had they already handed the job to Ray Goff? Maybe. Yeah, I think they actually they had. Yeah, Ray Goff was new on the job though in Georgia. So Trey, I did not know that you were excommunicated on Twitter. But anyways, he's back. Good to have him back. Trey is from, was living in Hendersonville. He's also a Wilco kid now. All right. Griff, when we come back. Looking forward to it. Omni Nashville Hotel. folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. 
Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. America's first home for college football talk is the Bill King Show. Griffiths with us on Tuesday. Mike Griffith, AJC's Gold Nation. Griff, I got to admit, I I had the Georgia-Kentucky basketball game on Saturday. I don't know why. Georgia looked kind of fired up there. I know you say they don't care there, but that was a nice win. Oh, I think the players care. I think the 10,000 people in the arena care. It's just as a whole, you know, I don't think that Georgia has the same investment in basketball that, you know, Kentucky or Tennessee or in Arkansas uh, or Florida has. And they certainly don't pay their players as much. And that's just the deal, you know, and this is where we're at with basketball. And and we've kind of been there a long time, but now especially is what's your salary cap, what's your investment. And, you know, if you look at Georgia, it's one of the two smallest arenas. So from a revenue standpoint, it's never going to really, you know, be valuable for them to invest like it would a Kentucky or Tennessee that, you know, both those arenas hold over 20,000. So I I just, you know, it is what it is. Kentucky, obviously this isn't a typical Kentucky team you know beginning to wonder if we're nearing the end of john calipari there even though he's had great success over the hall you know he got kind of sideways last year with stoops and his ad and um you know you just kind of wonder if the formula's broke now um, um but, but again it's it's too early i'm not ready to write him off yet uh you know they could still you know go on a run maybe be a sweet 16 team maybe even better um or it could go the other way so yeah, it's a nice win for Georgia to beat Kentucky. They they don't do it often um, historically, um, so good win for Mike White. Five and seven now in the SEC. RPI is only around one thirty four though. Probably not much of a shot at any sort of postseason. When you were in Alabama in the nineties, 
Did Alabama have a basketball team as good as this one? Ranked number one right now. I don't know that they've ever had a basketball team as good as this one. That's, That's kind of a good point. question. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was right after. I just missed. I was doing Auburn when McDice was there, and that's when they were really good. The, McD- the Antonio McDice, yeah. um, Jason Caffey teams, um, you know, that Wimp had towards the end of his tenure. Maybe Hobbs had them early, <clears throat> mid nineties. You know, they were they were you know the Alabama teams I covered were were just okay. I went to an NIT. That was my first ever trip to Manhattan. Was ninety seven Alabama NIT team. Uh, Ron Artest was on the St. John's team. They played. Um, so that, that's how I kind of remember that team. I, I'm thankful that they took me to the NIT Final Four. They beat Lou Henson in his final game as the Illinois coach in Champaign in the NIT that year. So I was there in um, Champaign, Illinois for an NIT game. And then um, and then I remember the trip to Manhattan, which was, you know, everybody can probably remember their first ever trip to Manhattan. It's kind of an eye-opening place. Griff, news overnight. I know you've never covered the Notre Dame beat, but you obviously know Notre Dame. They're trying to hire the Utah offensive coordinator, Andy Ludwig. And the story by Pete Thamel, who's a very good info dude, as we know, says that to get him, they would have to pay $2.8 million, which is his buyout, and they've told Marcus Freeman they're not going to pay it. What does that say about Notre Dame football? Well, I mean, I don't know many – People that want to pay two point eight million on a coordinator, maybe a coach, but you know, at Notre Dame football, you know, for really decades now, going back to Lou Holtz, really hasn't paid real well, you know. And, and just talking with coaches about Notre Dame, they kind of have that attitude that they don't have to pay you as well as other places because you're coaching at Notre Dame, and that's kind of. Part of what's led to, I wouldn't say the demise, because Notre Dame is still a pretty decent brand, but it's why it's no longer the best brand, because that arrogance is still in place. And and let's face it, I mean, there is something about Notre Dame. It is still a really special school. They do have their own television network, and it is still a brand. But I don't think any of us believe that Notre Dame's getting all the best players like they once did. I think, you know, you see Alabama and Georgia now with the most number of players. And, and I use the NFL draft as a gauge for that. Um, but that's kind of where Notre Dame's at. That's why Brian Kelly got out, Bill. Brian Kelly took Notre Dame as high as you can take the program. You know, you're not going to beat SEC teams. Once again, talking about the salary pool, the salary cap, you ain't going to beat teams that are paying more money for players. It's just, it's just you can't do it. Uh, you know, I mean, every now and then a baseball team might pull it off. Um, but for the most part, the highest-paid players are the better players and are probably going to win games. But, and and I don't know if this is a good comparison, if Kirby Smart was, let's say Todd Monken leaves someday, and he will, and Kirby wants an offensive coordinator and there's a buyout of a couple of million bucks, they're not going to tell Kirby no, are they? Well, he's already got the next guy on the staff. See, that's where Kirby's playing three-dimensional chess, not checkers. Right. He's already got the next offensive coordinator on his staff, Bill. I mean, that, that's how George is set up. Uh, you know, Munkin, um, I don't think he had a buyout. He'd just gotten fired. But because of where George is at right now and the success and the kids that they have, where they're better than everybody on their schedule, you know, maybe Alabama and Ohio State are the only two programs that can measure up from a talent standpoint, you don't need to go begging for anybody. There's plenty of guys that want to coach there because they know they can win because they know they're going to have a talent advantage over, you know, 98% of the opponents. 
Griff joins us each and every Tuesday. AJC's Dog Nation. What keeps you busy? Do you cover basketball much for your site? You know, pick and choose columns on basketball. Um, you know, I'm doing a draft story right now, a lot of drafts. Georgia's got 12 guys going to the combine. I think only Alabama has more, 13. Whereas Georgia had 15 guys drafted last year. They'll probably have, I'd say, at least nine or ten drafted this year. Yeah. So writing about the combine, did a story on Stetson Bennett, kind of back in the underdog role. Um, Urban Meyer had some comments about him. Jim Donovan had some comments about him, what's happened since the parade with the arrest, um, looking at mock drafts, how many Georgia guys could go in the first round anywhere from two to four, depending on the mock draft that you're looking at. Um, so, you know, things like that. Um, went to the Senior Bowl, you know, uh, covered a ton of stuff there, talked to a ton of people there. Um, still have more stories coming out of that. Talked to a Georgia Tech player that's a projected first-rounder about the gap closing between Tech and Georgia. Um I'll be writing, again, the combine is the end of the month, not that far away. So between now and then, just, you know, doing stories on, you know, different Georgia football players. Uh, I think Pro Day is coming up in Georgia in March. I think that's about when they start their spring drills. So looking at some different position groups. Um, and then, like you said, you know, parachuting in with, with some basketball. And I may do a baseball and softball preview this week. Georgia softball is pretty good. Um, Georgia baseball is okay. You know, SEC is tough. <clears throat> so I might preview those two sports this week, this week as well. Ken in Middle Georgia says Big 12 schools recently got about $42 million per team. SEC schools just announced they got about $49-plus million. With regard to the grant of rights, Longhorn Network, Bally Sports, OU, et cetera, recruiting, does Texas and OU really have a net loss or a gain beginning in 2024 when they come? Well, I know they had to pay part of their buyout, so I don't know if that's part of this guy's uh, equation or formula, so to speak. But um, ultimately, yeah, because the next contract is going to be probably worth over a billion dollars. So those payouts are going to go up greatly. Um, you know, And that's kind of what each conference has to weigh when they add schools. Is Do you really want to add two more pieces of the pie? Do they make it worthwhile? You know, Some people have argued, well, you know, the SEC was already in Texas with A&M, but... Um, I feel like Texas is a different entity. Um, I don't know maybe the ins and outs of Texas like others, but I kind of associate A&M more with, with Houston, and I feel like Texas is more um, cemented into that, especially Texas-Oklahoma, into that Dallas-Fort Worth area, which I believe is either the number three or number four metro market in the nation. And now you own it. You know, you don't just have a piece of it with A&M. Like, you own it with it. And, and Oklahoma City is a major league city as well. Um, so... I think the brands, um, I think the region, I think there's more of a, I think those are more regional teams, Oklahoma, Texas. So I definitely think that it was worth it for the SEC to add them to the footprint in terms of what they bring. And I think it's worth it for Texas and Oklahoma as well, um, because now they're going to be able to sell playing against the best players in the nation. It looks kind of like this is where it's going. I mean, Big Ten, SEC kind of super conferences and, you know, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, you know, kind of holding on for dear life. I think this is in jest here, but Jeff and Ashton said he asked Griff if the Georgia-Florida basketball game will be played in Jacksonville. Do you even want to answer that? I mean, 
I don't know. I don't think there's enough. Now, there is a Georgia-Florida baseball game that gets played every fall <clears throat> the night before the cocktail party. Um, but I, I no, I don't think so. I, I do think um, I do think Georgia's going to bring their game with Florida back to Athens because of the scheduling and also because of some of the home-and-homes that Georgia has ahead, not just with Georgia Tech every year, but they've, they've scheduled pretty aggressively. Um you know, with the, I think USC and maybe UCLA coming up with a home and home. So when you're playing Georgia Tech and UCLA and home and homes, and if we're talking about going to a nine-game schedule, you, you got to have enough home games to make it worth it for your season ticket holders. I just don't think you can afford that neutral site uh, game and, and what would be a, a designated home game weekend. Now, will Florida keep their home game with Georgia and Jacksonville? Perhaps it's only 70 miles from the campus. That would seem to make sense to me. But as far as any plans for the Georgia-Florida basketball game, I don't I don't feel like there's a whole lot of anticipation there with maybe either one of those programs at this point. Estimate for us who you think Georgia's three future permanent football opponents will be. Yeah, that's interesting, you know, because, you know, you got to kind of take the other school into account. I mean, everybody wants to say Georgia needs to keep playing Auburn. Well, how does Auburn feel about playing Georgia and Alabama Everybody wants to give Alabama, Tennessee, uh, Auburn, and LSU. Do you really think Alabama's going to go for that? I mean, yeah, they're riding high right now, but that's that. You know, that doesn't seem right. Of course, everybody wants Vanderbilt as a permanent opponent because they're so lousy and they can go to Nashville and take over their stadium. Uh, but not everybody can play Vanderbilt every year, guys. Um, so I would say I think Florida definitely is an annual opponent. Um, I like South Carolina as an annual opponent because of the proximity. And South Carolina looks at Georgia as their number one rival. Georgia looks at in the SEC, and Georgia looks at South Carolina like is number four. Like, are they really a rival? Like, okay, you know, um, right. I'd like to see Georgia keep Tennessee as a rival, but I don't know that, that Tennessee feels that way because Tennessee wants to keep Alabama, right? So does Tennessee want to play Alabama and Georgia every year? You know, you, those are the things you get into. Is you know the fans are like oh hell yeah you know but the coaches are like well now wait a minute guys we need we need to win enough games here you know so it's, it's just you know you don't want to overload your team and and um, you know undercut their chances at, at making the playoffs the twelve team playoffs so this is important so I guess where I would sit you know Georgia um, Florida uh, I think either South Carolina or Kentucky and then either Tennessee or Auburn. So I'm kind of giving you five teams for three. But Florida is definitely going to be one of the three, assuming we're going to the 6-3 model, which I think we are. I think we're going to a nine-game right. schedule. Right. Trey, who was just let out of Twitter jail, he's a big Georgia fan. Griff says Georgia doesn't care about basketball. Tell him to go back and look at the few good Georgia teams and see how much people care. When the dogs are decent, people show up and we sell the place out. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, he's right, they do. But did you know, Bill, that since 1933, Georgia's had one team that's won the regular season in 1990 and one team that's won the SEC tournament, and that was the tornado year, 2007 or eight. So to Trey's point, when they're good, people get excited, but they've only won the SEC twice since 1933. That's 90 years. And they've won one regular season championship in 90 years. Think about that. That's worse than Vanderbilt in football. That's they don't even can even equal what Vanderbilt's done in football. So it's it's 
it's it's an abomination. And and when Georgia's good, at, yeah, I mean they can fill the ten thousand seat arena when they're good. I mean, you know, imagine if Tennessee or Kentucky had ten thousand fans on, it'd be a failure. So it's all relative. You know, if you're a student at Georgia and you're in a full arena with 10,500 people and you beat an unranked Kentucky team, maybe that's a great memory for you. But the rest of the country kind of steps back and goes, well, yeah, you beat Kentucky, but we're not even in the top 25. So I understand what he's saying, and I don't want to – listen, everybody's – when I covered Idaho State, my first beat ever was Idaho State. I don't talk about it a lot because people don't really know about Idaho State or care. But my first beat ever was Idaho State out of college. I mean, my first full-time. When I was in college, I covered the Detroit Lions and Michigan State stuff and all that. But, I mean, full-time job, Idaho State. And they cared. They cared in Pocatello. When Idaho State played Idaho or when they played a really good Weber State team, oh, man, the Weber State game's Friday night. Idaho State and Weber State, it mattered, Bill. I'll bet you there's not a person on this call uh, listening in the broad, greater Nashville national streaming radio audience that has ever seen Idaho State play Weber State. And I'll bet you that 95% of them can't even tell you where Weber State is at. But those Idaho State people cared about that game. That's what I tell Trey. Griff, oh, quick one, just yes or no. Josh in Pickerington, Ohio. Ask Griff if he thinks Ohio State and Georgia will meet in the playoffs again next year. Not next year, but in the next three years. See you next week, sir. I'm in. There he is. There's Griff. Insurance dog. Tennessee insurance dog. Ask Griff. The quarterback job is Beck's to lose. Yes, but they're not going to announce that. They want to keep that quarterback room intact. You're going to play this thing out. I'm not, look, it is to lose, yes. I don't know that that means he's absolutely going to keep the job. A lot of talent in that quarterback room. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. 
If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. This did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. Kentucky fan, and uh, he came to commitments. Uh, he's aware of the basketball plight right now. Says, Bill, Idaho State versus Weber State. Council bluffs today at 2 o'clock. Go. By the way, Weber State's in Ogden, Utah. I don't know. Who would I? Um, I'm going to take Weber State by five. Two o'clock today, Council Bluffs, right on the border there of Omaha, Nebraska, site of the College World Series. Yeah, I'm going to take Weber State minus five, although I don't know anything about either. That was a blind guess, but a good one. Noel Fenn in the 863, ask Rip if the doctors have told him if the bug is too far up there to remove, or is there hope that he will get in a better mood one day? No, Griff always, Griff will sometimes when we have him, he's going to have that subdued aura about him. He does that. No, 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 Griff, that's that's not unusual, Griff. That's Griff. I thought Griff showed some voice inflection there, actually. Did he not? I mean, he answered all the questions. You got to remember, Griff is a persona. Griff is a personality. He is. No, Griff is a known, very well-known media personality. Griff is Griff is a rock star. 
Again, he's got his own stick. He's got his own. Griff is unique. The last thing I want out of Griff is some reasonable middle-of-the-road, non-opinionated, pragmatic person. That is not Griff. Now, Griff can be pragmatic. Don't, don't misunderstand, but I want Griff to be Griff. I know he riles people up. He does. That's part of the charm, though. I want him to rile people up. I don't want everybody to say, Griff, we all agree, just say something. That's not what I need out of Griff. R.D.N. Kolioka, welcome in. Good morning, Bill. To my yes, neighbor, sir. Kevin, up in Muletown, if I were to hear a lot of commotion coming from my horse pasture, I looked out and there was an NBA game going on, Yeah, I'd grab my shotgun and run out there and order them off my property. Never cared for the NBA, my friend, especially now that they, like our president, have financial ties to America's number one adversary, Red China. No NBA, please. He said he won a nine-team parlay. Um, how far is Kolioka from Columbia, Mule Town? Uh, five miles. Not, not far at all. Five. <laughs> now, just, do just... you have? Do you actually have horses at your farm? Yeah, we've had up to six. We're at present down to one, which suits me. It helps the pocketbook. But yeah. That's the reason we moved down here from Nashville. My wife always loved horses and wanted horses, so you know as well as I do what the chief wants. You try to you try to accommodate her. Now, is that just for sanctuary purposes, or does she actually ride the horses? They are expensive pets. Yard ornaments is all they are, Bill. <laughs> okay, so she's not getting on them. She's not riding. No, she's been out. We've been down here, what, 10 years, and we've always had horses. And I've seen her get on a horse maybe three or four times in all that time. So Now, what? give me an estimate. What's that cost you a year? Oh, wow. Uh, a lot. <laughs> we have to feed them hay twice a day, feed them feed, them feed twice a day. We, when I first started buying hay, I could get a bell of hay. For approximately five dollars right. a bell, and it's now gone up to twelve, fourteen dollars a bell. And how much does one horse go through a day? Well, you give them uh, hay bales come in sleeves. That's probably right. probably eight sleeves to a bale, and you feed them four sleeves a day. So okay, yeah, and then wow. and then a horse feed that you also give them. You give them uh, two big scoops a day, so it's expensive. It's quite expensive. But I, We had horses as a kid, and uh, we had about three. I rode them until I, did, I wasn't taking care of them enough, so my parents sold them as a kid. That's the way I, I was are there. Just uh, as I said, no one rides them. They're just uh, pretty yard ornaments, expensive pets, so I tell you, my friend. But no, no NBA, Kevin. Appreciate the offer, but let's not do that. <laughs> All right, man. See you later. Thanks, pal. Yeah, we had man. I had uh, we had horses growing up. I'd ride them, and uh, 
had a really bad incident. This horse was always calm, good horse. I'm running through the field on this horse. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, and I don't know if it got stung by a bee or what happened, started like a bunking bronco, bucking bronco. Buck me off. I go off the backside, and as I'm going off the backside, I get kicked in the collarbone. I'm flipping, you know, my, I'm on my back, and I'm flipping. My back's kind of on the tail, right? And as I'm flipping, somehow I get kicked. Not only do I get butt off, I get kicked in the car. Didn't break it, no. But it felt like uh, Mike Singletary had just tackled me. That's what it felt like. No, I loved I loved horses. It just got to the point where when I got 16, you get a car, you get a girlfriend. That wasn't so important, right? I love horses. Like to like to have another one. Maybe do a show from a horse. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. 
It's a Bill King Show. Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football, is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking schools. You can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top, Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Closer to Bill King, 615-844-5600. Smoke Doctor up in Ohio, up there with Buckeye Brenda Bill. Buckeye sports in the crapper except for women's hockey. We don't have a basketball team. We have a bunch of highly touted recruits running around the court with no purpose and a coach without a clue. Football team is a mystery until the quarterback decision and D gets resolved. Yeah, but the football team's going to be good. Yeah, football team's going to be good again. Not worried about the quarterback. D, um... I know the Buckeye fans, the critics are going to maybe argue with me. I do think they were better this year than they were. Was it good enough? Well, couldn't couldn't complete the demolition of Georgia. But no, nobody else did either, for that matter. Buckeye Brenda, Patton, have you seen Brenda's uh, advice to you? About marriage, have you seen this yet? I did see that. Yes. Um, just let me let me read it for everybody. He says, "I highly recommend it." He says, "Just remember two things: your wife is always right. Number one. Number two. Even if your wife is wrong, she's always right." Now, you're a year and change out. Has that already been established? It is very much established. Okay. I've learned <laughs> I've learned my lessons already. Have you ever been allowed to win an argument? No, and not even a sports argument, Bill. And she's not even a huge sports fan. I can't even win those arguments. So at least, but but I mean, you're dealing with it. It's okay. I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah. as long as as long as that territory, that turf has been established, and you understand it, because fighting it, you will find out will be detrimental. I guess you said you've already learned that anyway. Yeah, fight, fighting back is is might make you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't end well. No. She's right. Buckeye Brenda is absolutely right. That is very good advice there. Very, very well established. Allen in Tampa, speaking of horses, told my granddaughter, I'll support you in anything you want to do except horses. Buddy of mine, Brian Benio, who was basically my agent during the Sirius XM days, daughter decided to take up horses. He had a 
Corvette, a a 1960s Corvette that was kind of his baby, right? Very expensive. I don't know if it was a 66, but but he rode me in it one time. It was in like a showroom in his house. He lives in Marietta, very rich guy. And his daughter decided because she was playing sports, I, I want to get into the horse business. I want to ride horses. I want to c- show horses, right? Horse competition. Anyways, she turned out to be incredibly accomplished. Well, to pay for this, he sold his Corvette, his antique Corvette. Last time I was with him, he had that Corvette. The clutch went out. And he had to go get his antique Corvette clutch replaced. Anyways, called me about a year ago and said, I'm buying some land down in Ocala. No, Ocala and over there where Jim's at in Wellington, that's rich horse territory. Ocala is notorious right there by Hogtown for many things, but but horse territory, right? And I mean expensive horse farms, very. I'm talking about... These people go all over the world to buy horses. Anyways, bought himself some property down there for his daughter. She, By the way, his daughter's going to Georgia. And she's so good, she's not on the equestrian team. She chose just to be a pro. Not She's not even on the team. Anyways, and bought her a big place down there and called me about what she, tractor. He, didn't, he needed to buy a tractor, and he wanted to know, should he get a Kubota or a John Deere? I said, I've got both. I mean, I've had both, and uh, really, I like both of them. I don't know. I don't know if I can pick and choose whatever the best deal is. Get it. But anyways, he bought a really expensive place down there for her, so she could continue that in her life. Now I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen it, but but he was asking me about it a while back. Stuff can get expensive, man. Tom in Myrtle Beach, Bill, I agree. Griff is good because he gets fired up. Blake is the same way. He says, pick six previews. It's Pretzi on see you. Brad Powers, Buck are the best for information. I always look forward to them. I do find it entertaining, though, when your listeners try and fire up Griff, Blake, and also TJ. I do, too. Jeff says, Bill, I always wondered where Kolioka was, right next to Columbia. For those wanting a pick, this is downtown Kolioka. <laughs> There's not much to it. No, I like I like small towns like that. Danny in New York City is a young kid living in Montana. There was nothing better than riding horses. Got thrown off one. Got spooked during a thunderstorm. Took me on a wild ride. It's hard to believe where I started to where I am now. Missed the country. Yeah, he's in New York City, and as a young kid, he's in Montana. <laughs> Jim and Jupiter, Bill, living in Wellington, horse country, I can tell you, it's by far the most expensive sport to be in. Oh, yeah. Rick, who is down in Florida because his dad's very sick, runs a horse farm, big farm for the Ingrams, who are billionaires. Thanks and praise for Rick. His dad is in dire condition. Lodge by everybody. 